Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. What the hell's happening here? Hello. Hello. How we Good doing? morning. Good morning. Hi. It's just the combine, man. It's just uh, everything that's going on in the world of football right now. A lot of How's yanking on these. How's it going over there? Yeah. It is going. It is going. As, as per the usual, there's those uh, there's rumors that are going on. There's a oh. lot of talk and speculation about some things. About oh. even not, not even this class of uh, upcoming rookies. It's, it's always about the veterans, the guys that are in the league. This is where those conversations, those rumors start kind of spreading and circling. So now, have we? Uh, have you seen anybody uh, slightly intoxicated? Any uh, NFL powerhouses? Any names out there in the NFL? They're walking around just getting smoked. Uh, was there a vibe or? last night in in Indianapolis? Yeah, come on, Brady. Come uh, on. If there was one, I was not aware of it. Huh. So uh, yeah, mm. unfortunately, the the start of this show has taken away my ability to get that sort of inside <laughs> in, info. So uh, the, the, yeah. the sacrifices you make here, I'm telling yeah. you. This yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I'm here, but I'm not going out like that anymore. Um, <laughs> I mean, in full, full transparency, for those who don't know, the Combine used to be an absolute, like, madhouse of fun and partying. Um, you, you get staffs who don't even come here anymore. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, the 49ers, uh, the Jets, uh, Robert Sala, he, those guys aren't here. And it's changed a lot over the years. It, it, and in part because a lot of the testing and things that are going on are, are happening at night. And it's just, you know, at that point in time, there's not really that opportunity for coaches to be able to go out and mingle like they used to. You do still get some of that, but not as much as it used to be back in the day. The, the, the spots that are out there, they're no longer secrets. Uh, and, and a lot of these guys, especially with you know camera phones and what goes out there that's broadcasted, they don't want to put themselves out there like that. You know, why, didn't, mm-hmm. why doesn't one of these establishments just tell people, like, hey, if you want to get here, uh, you're going to have to go ahead and put the phone away. I mean, uh, just leave it in a basket up by the uh, host stand know. and then let's just I, I wish it was out. like that. Yeah, I mean, it used to be great at certain places that you would, you know, patronize. Hell yeah. Come on. That's how it works. Yeah, you put your phone away. I mean, I've heard, the door. I've heard, yeah. I've heard that, you, you know, that, that, you know, they, they monitor phones very closely. You know, your phone nah, goes I, up, somebody comes, tells you your phone needs to go down. You big, know what I mean? Like, big time I, celebrity I think, party. I think they should just take your phone. Like, yeah, just take yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't have access to it. That, that would be, turn that would be in. my, if you really want to turn this thing up, just take the phone altogether. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, well, uh, speaking of uh, somebody who thought they were going to turn up, uh, we thought that Deshaun Watson, this has been a rumor that's been going on for well over a year now. <laughs> we could have kept that, turning uh, up going with Deshaun Watson, <laughs> but go ahead. We'll, yeah, we'll, go be go, careful. We'll stay where you're yeah, at. Dance yeah, around yeah. this topic. Uh, yeah. But uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, there was this discussion going on for a little while that he was going to be a Miami Dolphin, uh, that, uh, that that Miami is one of the teams that he'd be willing to uh, accept a trade to. That would be a destination of Deshaun's, et cetera, et cetera. It's been going on a while. And apparently that is not the case. Uh, GM Chris Greer uh, made it clear, the GM of the Miami Dolphins, that um, they have shut the door, quote unquote, on Deshaun Watson, uh, and they have uh, shown a renowned, uh, renewed faith in Tua Tagovailoa, apparently with the new hiring of Mike McDaniel. Now, there's two separate ways we could take this conversation. One of them is the uh, now, uh, you know, they're going to support Tua Tagovailoa and build around him and all that. But we go back to the original, which is Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are now out, and it just 
feels like maybe the market isn't as hot as maybe some people in Deshaun Watson's camp would lead you to believe. Uh, I can tell you this much, and I, as always, there's, there's news, there's rumors, there's things circulating in Indianapolis. One of the first things I heard yesterday when that news came up and talked to a couple guys who, uh, quote-unquote, like insider types, uh, I should say people too, I don't want to make it specific to, to men, um, one of the comments was is that there's even more to the Deshaun Watson lawsuits and allegations and everything else. And there are some teams who have be, just become, the more they've digged in, scared off. And, and, and even as good of a talent as he is, they're just not sure how this whole thing's going to shake out. Even with um, a settlement, there's a concern that there still could be even more out there, that this has been going on for such a long period of time that maybe there's even more that could come to light at some point. And, and obviously that's a risk, I think, any time. Um, you know, you, you've got, I guess, something of this magnitude, right? You know, 22 separate lawsuits that are coming out, you know, civil and, and, and criminal uh, allegations going on. That's always the case, but in, in this case, I think it's just funny because you, you talk to people who, again, have talked to a lot of these teams and general managers, and they'll go, yeah, no, there's a big concern there. Like, that there's, there's even more that we don't know on the outside. So... That's what's circulating right now. I, I think there could be a market for Deshaun Watson, but the reality is, as we've started to hear once the season ended, even he's opened up the idea of playing for more teams because I think he's realizing that even as good as he is, there's a lot of teams worried about whatever he's had going on in his past. There's, there's a couple different angles that, that this makes me feel and think of. First, I'll piggyback off of you, Brady. <clears throat> What's already out there should already be enough, <laughs> right? Like that should be that should already be more than enough. Like as if there needed to be more, it should already be enough. Yeah, twenty five is our limit. We'll take no more than twenty five lawsuits. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So so that's first things first. Is if you're not scared away already, if you're not concerned already, if you're not scared to death. To touch touch to how radioactive this situation is already, public perception of what this is already, then you need to be examined. That's 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 first and foremost. Let's start there. Then the second angle I came to was now it goes to the conversation of are, was was Miami always supportive of the, of of Tua? Is, and I know we've had this conversation as to the the kind of the power struggle, the back and forth between Flores and the organization as to how to go about doing things with Tua. And, and, and to me, this says that Miami was always supportive of, of Tua Tonga-Valoa and, and that they're, they're just reaffirming the fact that they've always supported him that was not their that was not their doing to create that type of confusion outwardly and publicly embarrassing basically degrading in a lot of ways professionally what Tua Tagovailoa represented you know as the quarterback of that team here's the third one if there is one place that you could rehab your your brand, your name, your you, yeah. you have the possibility. Vegas. You think? 
No, no, I just thought it wasn't true. Not Vegas? Oh, I was about to say, man, it might get worse in Vegas. <laughs> you well, I was like, man, yeah. did, did, I, did I think this wrong? I, hey, hey, I but, was but, thinking hey. rock bottom as soon yeah. as you can, then you come back up. Yeah. Okay, okay, and you're right. In Vegas, right? Wednesday so, afternoon will But get that's you. not – hold on, that's not <laughs> Vegas, though. Listen to what I'm telling you guys now. What was Lovey Smith's quote about Deshaun Watson? What do you say? Something to the effect of time heals all? Yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, wow. You think H-Town, huh? He might be sitting there playing the long game with Deshaun Watson. Like, hey, Deshaun, like, I'm closing the I'm, – I, I'm not closing the door on you, but I'm closing the door on you, meaning we're moving along without you. Yeah. But if in the if in the event that things do not work out for you the way that you possibly think that they are, time is going to tell what's going to happen with you, Deshaun. I'm not kissing your ass. I'm not chasing you around. I'm not telling the public what Deshaun Watson is and Deshaun this and Deshaun that. Nope. Time heals all. His only play in the end might be the team that holds the contract that he has. And that might be his only opportunity. And depending on if it is possible for a team, for a team period to move on with with Deshaun Watson, you would have to assume because you can't lose sight of the fact that any of these teams that are out there that may be in the thought process of getting Deshaun Watson, how is that going to be perceived as to what you have to give up to get him to your team, knowing what you just started off with, Brady, what else could be out there? This is already bad enough. But what else could be out there? I don't, Those are the three things I say. Look, I, I yeah. and we talked about it when uh, the odds came out and Houston was listed as like one of the top six or seven teams. It was like oh, that do, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, something like that. And and mm. I think Houston has washed their hands on the whole thing. And and if anybody knows as much about what's going on behind the scenes with this whole situation uh, as anybody yeah. else in the H-town. league, it would be Houston. And I H-town. think I think they're done with it. I, I don't. I think they have scrapped it. I think. Uh, the general manager Nick Casario came out and said, um, "You know, yeah, we've uh, we pretty much uh, are going to be moving on at this point. I, it just feels like he's done too much damage, and there's probably stuff behind the scenes that we don't even know about that they're aware of." Yeah, you've never broken up with somebody and and oh, said we go. we're done. <laughs> don't, like don't I don't want to be it's with you anymore. Make up the well, breakups. Yeah, well, 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 I mean, so, sometimes you got to play. Back to sometimes you got to make them feel like they don't matter as much. Well, that was before two dollar Bud Light night. All right, I'm not going to be. A I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Everybody's been there. It, it happens. Here's the only thing I'll man. say. It would take some changing in Deshaun Watson's mind. I, I keep harkening back to he said he didn't want to play for them first before all this came out, and. My understanding is that there were some comments that Cal McNair made that frustrated him, upset him, and he was the one that took the stance and said, I don't want to play for you guys anymore. And then all this came out. 
And then they were like, well, maybe we don't want you to play for us either. Like, <laughs> and maybe, like that's, that, that's how this all worked out. So That is how it worked out. Because a lot of I, I people still, thought that, that Houston created this problem at first. Yeah, and that was one of those conspiracy theories, yeah. right? And then we're yeah. like, wait a second. Um, why would you want to create that so now the guy's not even a tradable asset? Like, think about that for a second. Mm. And anyway, uh, not going to go down that conspiracy no, no, theory. Yeah, yeah, no need. No need. My understanding is the – What's what's circulating is that um, it's along the same lines of of what he's being sued for now and what he's allegedly being charged with now. That is my understanding of what there could be more of, like that this has been going on for a long, long period of time. Okay, so one of the things that I have not heard anybody say anywhere else except for you, and I'm surprised this hasn't gotten more traction, is that this wasn't the biggest secret in the world in Houston, right? That the guy had a little bit of an no. issue. I mean, I had a, a player who played there that said to me, uh, "Yeah, we knew this was going on for a while." So, and that, that's man. so. If if they know, then I mean, look, he got drafted to Houston. Okay. He played Clemson. I mean, you'd have to think that this goes back even further, and there might be a pattern or a history of this, especially with as many women as it has been. And, that, and that's what I think concerns you as a team. Like, if you're the Carolina Panthers, you're David Tepper, and you want to go all in on getting him, and you bring him in, then the next thing you know, you've got someone who goes back to his college days. And, and look, this is complete speculation. I don't want it to sound reckless, but that is at least what's being circulated here in Indianapolis. Yeah, Dabo Swinney's been pretty quiet about the whole thing now. You notice that he hasn't. Uh, yeah, Dabo I mean, is very. What are you going to say? Well, I mean, he's been if very. If you're Dabo Swinney, what are you? What are you going to say? Well, I mean, he's... if you're if you're Deshaun Watson's high school coach, what are you going to say? Well, if you have a daughter, if you have a daughter, if you have a niece, if you have a mom, if you have an aunt, if you, if you have a woman of of importance and relevance in your life. What exactly are you going to say? It's just the whole thing is it's so, a hard. That's a hard. It, his actions, whether whether and, and I'm not going to pass judgment because I, I, I believe in due process. But it, the actions that have led to being in this position, this circumstance, something, regardless of the the mag, uh, the, the how far, how much of it, there is something that happened and I, I, I don't think that anyone would say like this is a situation where Deshaun Watson has done absolutely nothing wrong absolutely nothing at all I just don't this is it is we live in a day and age where if you dismiss the the severity of what this topic matter you know is is related to if you miss on this, it is a hard place to to recover. It's it's a hard it's a hard one to recover from. You do not want to miss on this one. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Now, uh, you did mention the AC joint. Is that what uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's having surgery on? Is that oh, the, wow. Uh, um, and that isn't even what I wanted what to, we were going to oh, get okay. into here. Oh, I was just wondering because right. uh, John Lynch made it seem like uh, they weren't aware that he was going to be getting a surgery until very recently. From uh, Well, I, yeah, I mean, he didn't make them aware of it. I, I, think, I think what happened was people started to look into when the injury occurred. It, it occurred versus Dallas. 
then you look at his stats after that point in time in the game. He struggled in Dallas, uh, struggled following that game, I believe, what versus the Rams, I believe is who they played next. Yeah. Um, that that was more of like putting two and two together. It's like, oh, not only was he playing with a uh, broken thumb, or excuse me, a torn lig- ligament in his thumb. Well, they played the Packers next, and then they played the Packers. Rams. That's yeah. right. That's right. And then and, and so you kind of look at it and go, all right, like maybe there's a little more reason or justification for this. Yeah. So hmm. interesting. Uh, but uh, we get to. It see almost where... makes you feel a little bit more kind of positive about him because he actually, even though he didn't play as well as he could have. They still found a way to bounce back during the course of the year because there were a lot of injuries on on their team this past season. So I almost feel like you should look at Garoppolo a little bit more favorably that he didn't make it a thing. You well, know, a lot, the, the of, a lot hard, of guys do. It, it, well, it didn't happen until the playoffs. But but the hard thing is, oh, okay, is, all right, okay, I yeah, thought yeah. it might have been earlier. Okay, no, no, no. Um, the hard thing is, is it, it's more about the trade value for him. You know, so yeah. if you if, yeah, if you're a true. team yep. that's looking at him, and, and I think again he's a franchise guy when healthy, it, but the, the big question is health. But if you're a team that's looking for him, don't you need if you're going to trade something for him or try to get him on your roster? Don't you need to make sure he's healthy? I mean, it's a throwing shoulder, and, and I don't care what surgery you have. You know, the only minor surgery is the one that's not being done on you, right? Yeah. So I look at it and just say if it's 16 weeks before he can throw again. I don't know. It's like he was one of those those players that's under contract for another year that you thought maybe could be a part of this quarterback carousel this offseason. I'm not so sure that ends up being the, the case now. He might be in San Francisco a little longer than he thought and, and probably we thought. Uh, well, uh, speaking of uh, San Francisco and uh, the 49ers. And, oh, here uh, we go. Know, well, I'm just, you know, Here's I mean, there, goes. Uh, I'm just you going to turn the music on, Berto? Well, no, like, I, I just, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I turn it on. Look, I, I don't know that there's uh, as conspiracy much of a conspiracy theory. here, but, uh, you know, the, the Tom Brady story um, just feels strange. There's just something that's a little bit off about oh, the stop. whole thing. He's not going about it. Okay. Well, I, I just – all right. So, Tom Brady, um, yeah. he was, uh, you know, on a podcast with uh, with Fred Couples. Uh, this okay. was uh, transcribed by uh, Rick They call Stroud, him Bam Bam. Uh, that's the, what they call uh, Fred Couples. Uh, okay. Do they call him Bam Bam? Yeah, that's his nickname. Any relation right, nice. to Bam Bam Bigelow, the great WWF wrestler? Or, or Bam Bam from Flintstones. You that's know? that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, I, I don't believe uh, Fred Couples is related to Bam Bam from the Flintstones. I don't think oh, uh, Fred Flintstone hard. is like a lost cousin oh, of him. Hold on a second. Oh. You guys think Bam Bam yeah, from, the from the Flintstones, Flintstones no. is more popular than Bam Bam Bigelow? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Although I do remember Bam Bam Big- Bigelow. I'm a bit, you know, uh, obviously the, the tattoos on the head. You guys like have that, been but... completely disqualified yeah. from any Bam Bam discussion moving forward. Uh, that well, is actually, an well, technically you are because Bam Bam is older than Bam Bam Bigelow, just so you know. Correct. Just yeah. so we're clear on that. No. There was a Bam Bam, like maybe Bam Bam Bigelow got his name Bam Bam because of the original Bam Bam, well, I would I, assume. I think that's a reckless statement by you, but again, uh, that's, you know, that's you fine. You just never you know. know, but I could be right. Uh, but, uh, you know, anyway, transitioning <laughs> from uh, whatever. Bada, bada, the- bing, bang. <laughs> yeah, Roberto, <laughs> you are a class act. Uh, un- unbelievable. Uh, so here it is. Uh, this is the uh, the speculation and why it's happening. So Tom Brady was talking uh, just on this podcast, and 
you know, they were, uh, he asked him, hey, where are you going? What's going to, you know, what, what what's next? What's going on? And he just uh, gave something. I wish I had a clear vision of what the future hold. I think for me, there's a lot of great things, a lot of great opportunities that I know I said right after the football season, I was looking forward to spending time with my family. And I've done that for the last five weeks. And I know there'll be a lot more of that too. And then talked about going back home and staying he's, with his parents. And, he's starting his family. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah. Five weeks, he's done. Huh? You know? He's like, oh, this is what it's like to be around your kids all the time and <laughs> well, be a dad. Uh, I'm gonna go to that box else. off. Well, it's yeah. like, what's well, like you guys have <laughs> talked weeks. about. You guys have talked about the coaches that sleep in their office. There, there's yeah. two reasons they're doing it. They like their job and they also don't want to be at home that much. You know, yeah, there's, man. yeah, <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't know, That's man. So bad. I just. Uh, it just feel it just doesn't sit right. There's just something that seems off about it, and maybe I'm just not used to Tom Brady not playing football. So I have a, a built-in you know block here, a mental block. But it just feels like there's something that's off about this whole thing. I don't know. And the more he talks, the more it doesn't make sense. So you mean is- the more it makes sense to you? Yeah, well, that he's the, coming back. You think he's coming back? Okay, it makes I, more he sense does. to you okay, with every I, I, passing day, every passing article, podcast, whatever. See, but I don't know that he comes back this year. Like, there's a lot of people that are throwing out. Well, he's going to be back this year. I, I think the Bucks are dead set on. Well, if he's not playing here, he's not playing anywhere else. But maybe in a year. I mean, maybe you know he, he he's and, still under contract. I know. Jonas. I the Bucks were I dead it. still. I already floated that theory to you yesterday, and you didn't co-sign well, you, on you it. You stole it from my notes. I mean, if we're going to no, be clear about you it. You didn't have that on your notes. Those are my thoughts that I sent over to you. They, they were, were my thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, no, yeah, no G and H on that. Those were my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> or you. I love how you say that stuff when I'm the one who introduced what that even meant. That's all right. Uh, anyway, the point is, oh, even geez. if he wanted to come back, the Bucks would have to be able to make a move in order to do so. And, and it sounds like, at least while Bruce Arians is there, they're not doing that. So I don't see any world in which he's coming back, unless in the short term it's the Tampa Bay Bucks because of the stance that Bruce Arians has taken. Maybe Jason Light will take a different stance or the Glazer family, but that's where it stands. So I don't think he plays this year. I think he's retired. I think he's done. I think he's still trying to create this mystery because he knows that then allows him to play games on social media and create the suspense or hype which he continually does in different ways so look it keeps his name out there it keeps his name in the mix. you're doing a good job of, of helping him do that Jonas, at least with, your, with your conspiracy theories uh, maybe yeah. he could sling me an avocado uh, tv12 shirt or something like that for all the uh, publicity we're giving him here on this show well i mean that's the thing is to continue to build the brand right i mean uh, tom brady can do pretty much whatever it is he wants to do as it applies to the business world, as it applies to next profession, whatever. I mean, if he wants to go be a a motivational speaker, he'll probably get paid ungodly amounts of money just to go spend an hour of time with corporations and tell them how to be great. There's so many different things that, that Tom Brady can do to get out there and still continue to build his brand i think one of the scariest things is when you've had the type of success that tom brady has had and and talking about not just on the field but financially the type of success that he has 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 been able to to have during the course of his career what's going to motivate him i think that that's what's going to be the biggest challenge 
And that's usually the biggest challenge for any of us, you know, all of us that leave the game. Like, what is going to motivate you? Like, I made a S ton of money when I played ball. And when I left the game, I left the game and it was like, you know what? I got my my reasoning was I was tired of feeling the pain of of surgeries and injuries. So it was like, I'm done. I pulled my I popped my Achilles tendon. That's it. I don't want to do this anymore. Like didn't need to announce no retirement. Maybe I didn't even have a career worthy of announcing a retirement anyway. But I certainly didn't tell anybody I was done. I just walked away. But the biggest thing that that ensued was. What do I want to do? You know, I'm not I'm not doing this for the money. So I'm not doing, you know, that in X, Y, and Z because I have to do it to be able to support my 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 family. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, and, and you start to try to figure out what is going to challenge you. And I think that that might have been the tone that you were hearing from from Tom Brady. I'm sure he's had more than enough time to think about, you know, while he was playing what he wants to do when he's done. But the hardest thing to do is to realize the 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 realities that that surface once you're not playing anymore. It's just different, even with the popularity it's just different, and I think that he's going to have to go through that just like anybody else that has played the game that we love is going to have to, you know, they have gone through. It is interesting. Uh, it's an interesting point you bring up because he doesn't have to do anything out of necessity. Nope. He doesn't. Like the rest of his life, he doesn't have to do anything out of necessity because he's already done so much in that world. Now, he might feel inside – a calling to try to equate his greatness in football in some other capacity or some other way. Like, that's how competitors work. Mm-hmm. That's how our minds work. You know, I'm sure if you're, you know, Peyton Manning, he probably wants to be one of the better entertainers now. And, and he might not openly, openly say that, but you don't create a production company that signs a deal with Disney if you don't have those goals or objectives. Like, Guys and professional athletes, at least I would say the most that I've gotten to know and been around, they have this competitive edge. And that edge really plays out in anything else they want to do next. Like they're looking for it. They're trying to find like what gives them that rush, what gives them that adrenaline rush. And you're not going to find it anywhere else like you can in sports. But you can find that competition. You can find that other thing that motivates you. The hard thing is for him is he's not going to be motivated by necessity. Like, I, I got a buddy who, you know, had transitioned into broadcasting. He had lost, admittedly, he'd lost a lot of money, everything he made while playing. And so he had to get into broadcasting. Like, he didn't have another move. He had to get into broadcasting, and then he's become well-established. But, you know, it, it's Thank, those Thanks for bringing stories. it up, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Well, you, you didn't play in the uh, – oh, yeah, Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry yeah. about that. Um, but, but in all seriousness, he, he said to me, he goes, man – I, I thought I was going to transition nice. I was, I was doing this and that. I made you know, a bunch of you know, deals and trades, and it didn't work out. He goes, I literally lost everything. He goes, I had to get into this business, and at first it was out of necessity, and then I kind of I grew to love it and grew to be able to create a platform and do what I'm doing. But he said, honestly, if that never happened to me, I probably would have never gotten into this industry. And it was, it was really like, interesting to hear his perspective after <laughs> you know, making, making millions and then losing millions. And it was tough to hear, but at the same time, you realize that plays a, a motivating factor too. And that's not a that's not the deal for Tom Brady. So it, it's going to be interesting to see what he decides to do next. I just don't think it's going to be 
necessarily playing football, at least not for the Bucks or uh, not this year. Can I ask you guys this? Uh, just a year ago, if I said, hey, how do you think Tom Brady walks away? What does it look like? Does it look like this? No. Or, so, like, I just – that's why I, I just wonder – when he, I, if, if we could ask him anything, it'd be like, when did you realize that you wanted to walk away? Because it feels like this came on pretty late in the season, and I just wonder what the tipping point was. Why do you keep trying to, like, just, what is your obsession I with just, that part of it? Because, LeVar, he was talking all these big things for years and years, even earlier in the season about playing, and why would I walk away now? And he's playing at an MVP level, and there's still people that, that think he should have been the MVP. And then all of a sudden, he just leaves. It's just, it's strange. Like, it just I mean, felt like if all you this say, up for nothing. If you say that 20 years, 30 years from now, the way you just said it, do you understand how much better that sounds? The, how, 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 like, straight amazing that sounds as a legend? All this buildup, all this, all that, and he just walked away. Yeah, but I needed more for the content of the show. Right? Okay. It's about well, no, this show. You needed okay. more for you. That's yes. what you needed and more. Saturday you needed mornings. more justification for yes, you. Yes, absolutely. And the Saturday mornings. The show you mornings. do that that doesn't, you know, you don't include uh, Brady on. Or what do you mean? Bra- Brady was on a couple weeks ago. You, you've was been he? on the show he? before, of course. Yeah, I popped okay. on. Yeah, for, oh, nice. LeVar popped on. You know, they don't allow me to pop on, by the way. They're like, oh, Jonas has something planned, like, I'm like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Dude, they said the same thing for me. They say, hey, call back next week. <laughs> right. That's I'm what like, I, I tried to jump on. They were like, yeah, no, that's stop. Said. Jonas call. has something planned. Yeah. Uh, by the call way, back next week. By the way, I've been begging Brady to be a part of Big Noon Kickoff for years. LeVar walks in 15 minutes later. He's on the set, and he's giving some woman a stiff arm in the middle of Iowa. All right, that is so, hilarious. Uh, just the fact that I can't even get any on television. That's still – that's an all-timer. That's, that's an all-timer. <laughs> the, the look of shock and confusion on her face. Hey, by the way, do you think uh, that woman was watching Undisputed, and she's like, hey, I know that guy from somewhere. <laughs> I'm suing. <laughs> that guy. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we do get to uh, the BQ News, and if you missed any of this show, the podcast will be up at FoxSportsRadio.com afterwards. Um, lead to lap, uh, Live Bet Jesus popped on. Uh, the Shanghai Sharks uh, overseas were uh, trailing by almost 20. He got a, a plus 11.5 on Shanghai in that game. Where do we stand right now with that uh, basketball game? This is quite a turnaround. There is about three seconds left in this game, and the Sharks have come back from that 18-20 point deficit and are currently up two points on the Flying Leopards. They're winning. <laughs> I mean, you guys. Unbelievable. I mean, <laughs> you know, the weird thing was, though, were the Shanghai Sharks the favorite coming into the game? I don't. I mean, that's not important. It's not relevant to well, the situation. I don't know. 
No, I mean, anyone who follows uh, Chinese basketball would know the Shanghai <laughs> no, Sharks yeah. are not a team you want to bet against. Oh, yeah. but that's Love, just, love okay. Bet Jesus follows that. Yeah. You know? That's uh, why yeah. I made the best. Well, that's, yeah. That's Total exactly disrespect. I made uh, I mean, I'm just being honest. That, that, it feels like the game even went final, if I'm not mistaken. Thank you, Jesus! That's a win. Is that three weeks in a row? I mean, three in a row. Is that three weeks in a row? I don't know. Can Love Bet Jesus bring the bets over to America and win in, like, the NFL or the NBA, NCAA football, maybe? March Madness? He can't, LeVar. That's the problem. Can you give me a Chris Collinsworth recap of Live Bet Jesus winning? I mean, I got to tell you, like, you know, I mean, I've seen the movie Jaws, but the most damaging shark of all time is apparently in Shanghai. I mean, Al, golly. Just, uh, this is just amazing. What I love about Jonas is people don't understand the work he does behind the show. This guy realized that in order to place live bets on this time slot, he was going to have to start doing deep dives into <laughs> foreign sports. True. And so he's now become an expert in, like, Chinese <laughs> professional sports. It's, it's, it's incredible. Uh, that, like, that is, uh, I would put Jonas up against any other uh, radio host out there in the world as far as finding obscure things to bet on for our audience. First that of is all, fair. I have nothing to do with this. It's a piece of paper that falls down on the desk. I read oh. what's on the piece of paper. I'd love to take credit for it, but I am not live bet Jesus. Um, he just know. picks winners. That's all I know. Uh, but since you brought it up, the uh, New Delhi Daredevils are an Indian Premier League cricket team. Just want to throw there that out go. for anybody that's, that's interested. New Delhi. Yeah, New Delhi. I need a sandwich oh, today, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go to new, a New Delhi today. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, very good. Uh, oh, I'm surprised you didn't hit the drop, Roberto, based on yeah. uh, that comment. Oh, come on. Racist. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, all right. Uh, it's time for the BQ News. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good oh, news? Man. Here's Brady all right. <laughs> it, We've got a little bit of a theme today, all right? It's uh, news coming out of the great state of Florida. Uh, this, is a, this is a good one. This is fun. Have you guys ever been pulled over for speeding before and tried to provide an excuse to the police officer? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What's, Every time. What's been, your, what's been your go-to that's gotten you out of a ticket before? Emergency. Uh, Somebody's going to die. <laughs> I, I rolled through. Somebody's a, at the hospital. I, I rolled through. Well, I, I rolled through a stop sign, or no? I a cop pulled me over because I was looking at my phone, but I was looking at my phone for a reason because I thought there was somebody breaking into my backyard. And I and I told him, like, hey, I, I promise you. And he said, all right, well, I'm going to let you slide because that's uh, a really good one, Jonas. Yeah. Well, no, that's but it was true. One. Like I, I actually thought, but they that's were. still a good one, in yeah. jest or not. It, it's that's a good one. Well, I mean, you know, right. it didn't work well, the second time I used it. Uh, what you got, Brady? What what what, check, what 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 you? Well, I, I I actually don't use an excuse. I usually try to pull over as soon as possible. Sometimes I've actually pulled over before they've even like flipped on their lights when they're behind. Right, right. And 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 my whole thing is like, I think it's as as soon as you try to make it and admit that you made a mistake, sometimes they'll just say, hey, I'll let you go. You made a mistake or you know, whatever the conversation goes. But yeah. this particular Florida man, well, he tried to break out every excuse in the book in uh, Flagler County, uh, a deputy there in Palm Coast. He used the uh, 
He's the excuse of, well, he just got the car and was trying to get out of sport mode. Um, he, al- <laughs> he also argued that he saw another car coming and was trying to get out before them. <laughs> but this is really what takes the cake, okay? Uh, and this is all from body cam footage, okay? He says, I just found out that Putin just said he's going to launch nuclear thermal war against the world. And I was just trying to get yeah. back to my house to find out what's going on. I'm freaking out. So that must uh, have worked. So he blamed Putin for his speeding ticket going 50 in a 30 mile an hour speed zone. That wow. must have worked. I mean, look, it's current events. I mean, uh, at least he's watching the news. There's nothing wrong with that. That did, By the definitely way, did not work. One of my favorite parts in a movie is on Groundhog Day when Bill Murray gets pulled over with those two drunks and the cops are walking up to the car and he says, I'll handle this. And he rolls down the window and starts ordering food. Like, he's in a drive I'll take two large fries. I love it so much. Oh, oh that's great. Um, like I said, the, there's a theme today. Let's uh, stick in the great state of Florida. Well, uh, a man thought... He could, uh, he could get out of a sporting goods store uh, stealing a crossbow by shoving it in his pants. Uh, <laughs> Was okay. it Chris Jones? <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually not. Uh, that would be uh, a sledgehammer. Surprisingly. What does a crossbow look like in your pants, bro? I'll, I'll tell it you. It must have been um, like a handheld. That's the odd thing is that I'm not sure what the deal was, but basically the, the footage shows the 46-year-old can be seen walking into the shop, uh, and he, he's got a crutch that he's that I guess, using as a distraction. <laughs> oh, that's good. Before crutch. taking – he took a pair of cutting tools and removed the security tag on the crossbow, and then you could then see him shoving the weapon down the front of his trousers <laughs> before walking out. Here's the thing. They didn't catch him. He wasn't oh, wow. caught until later on. It was a few days later when they caught him in this in the same uh, car park at a nearby store. There was a, an arrest warrant issued out for him, and they ended up they just so happened to catch him because they saw him on camera out there, and they noticed that was the same guy who shoved the crossbow in his pants in the first place. Okay, can you give him a little bit of credit, not just for being able to get out of the store, but he thought ahead of time knowing if I walk in with a crutch, when I walk out limping, it's not going to be as big of a deal right. because I'm, I've got the crutch. So he brought in a prop to leave with a prop. I mean, again... If you're thinking that far ahead, dismiss all charges. Wow. Yeah. He gets off free, and he gets to keep the uh, the crossbow. The crossbow. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Okay. I mean. Uh, I have one more. It's not in the base in the state of Florida. I don't know if we should go this direction, though. Let's do it. So. Um, what is it? I don't know. I mean. Um, well, there was a guy. <laughs> I just I don't think we should do this. What's, uh, We're running out of time I mean, anyway. You, you want to so, tiptoe around uh, it? You're, yeah, you're yeah, look at him tiptoeing. I'll, I'll tiptoe around this. Toes. Come on. There was Two a man tip-toes. who uh, he allegedly smeared feces on someone who was waiting for a train. Oh, yeah. Oh, I heard that story. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's. He stinks. Yeah, I, I, we know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's confirmed that the person stinks. Yeah, he stinks. I don't think know, I can cover smell like ass. I mean, you listen. Know. You know, uh, yeah. Catch a cab next time. Yeah. Ew. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. <laughs> 